welcome to A Passion to Serve. My name is Don Kadicki and I'm the host of this podcast. I'm a big fan of storytelling and during the podcast we'll be sharing real human stories about migrant and seasonal farm workers and the work that's being done on their behalf. For example, do you know about the contributions of migrant and seasonal farm workers to the United States economy and the challenges these farm workers face on a daily basis? What about services for farm worker youth in order to lead them on the path towards self-discovery and self-sufficiency? And what about lessons learned by leaders who have dedicated their lives to serving others through a variety of programs? These stories and so much more will be part of A Passion to Serve. I hope you decide to join us on this path of discovery. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 12 of A Passion to Serve. Today I'm speaking with Bonnie Johnson, Marketing Specialist with AcareerS.com. Bonnie, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. So, Bonnie, there's a lot that I want to learn more about as it relates to acareers.com. But first, if you could provide a little bit of background information on your education and professional experience. Yes. So I'm coming to you from Ames, Iowa. I'm a native Iowan. I grew up on a farm in northeast Iowa. And I have my undergraduate degree from the University of Northern Iowa. And then I went to Iowa State University for grad school. Uh, I've been in the marketing profession for over 20 years now and in a variety of different industries, uh, but I've been with agcareers.com in the agriculture and food industry for the past 10 years. So what is the mission of agcareers.com? So we like to say our tagline is agcareers.com is feeding the world with talent. And that really speaks to the essential nature of the agricultural industry in feeding the world. And then our part in helping connect uh, candidates or job seekers with employers in the industry. So whenever I go on to your website, I always find really good content information in there for both employers and job seekers. Could you talk about some of the information and support that's available to job seekers? Sure. So uh, our services are free for job seekers. Uh, It's free to set up your uh, online account, job seeker account with iCruise.com. It's not necessary to apply for jobs or uh, look on our site, but it is helpful in terms of organizing your career search if you're a candidate. Um, if you set up your free job seeker account with agcareers.com, you can post your resume to our database. So employers that use our services are able to look through and, and may contact job seekers directly. Uh, job seekers can also uh, set up job alerts and track their applications, which can be very helpful if you're applying multiple places and want to make sure that your application went through. Uh, and then you have access to a variety of, of online educational materials as well. The one thing that I really notice when I, whenever I go into your website, too, that the content is very based on real-world opportunity that um, I think, unfortunately, for a lot of kids who go to post-secondary school somewhere that um, they have a general idea as to what they would like to do, but even after they graduate, 
they don't always know exactly what's going to be available for them. And I think with acareers.com, that is never the case, that there's really good content there that's available that will allow the job seeker to really know what's available and in what locations. What type of role or opportunities are there for interns for the job seeker? Yes. So uh, for interns, uh, employers post, we, we typically have over 2,000 internships posted on our site uh, every year. Uh, Actors.com hires uh, a marketing intern every summer uh, and then occasionally various other interns. Um, but really, um, when you look at our site, you can search by internships. Uh, there's a link under job seeker to do that. You can also just do a general search for internships. And there are internships anywhere from uh, sales internships to research, engineering, um, production, marketing, a, a variety of different opportunities. Uh, and internships really uh, – can be for a variety of different educational levels um, or even for people who want to get their foot in the door and maybe are post their their schooling at the moment. What have you been able to do any tracking to determine? So, for example, what percentage of people who take advantage of those internships end up becoming employed either with that employer or within the egg sector? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have that data right offhand, um, but I know it is a higher percentage. Um, we we do an internship survey for customers uh, every summer, and uh, obviously much more likely to receive a job offer with uh, the company if you've interned with them and kind of proved yourself. Um, some companies will. Uh, let's say you're going into your last year of schooling and you've uh, completed your internship. You may have a job offer before the end of the summer for your for a full-time position. Well, and I think it's always such a wonderful opportunity. It gives the individual job seeker a foot in the door, and it gives them a, a practical understanding of what the expectations are going to be for them once they enter the world of work. Now let's switch over to the employer side of acareers.com. What kind of services and support do you provide the agricultural employer community? So, sure. Uh, for um, for agricultural employers, uh, we offer the ag-specific job board. That is our main uh, focus, or they can post jobs on our site, uh, and then with the posting, access a resume database. Uh, when applications are, are processed, the applications go directly to the employer, so they could look through them and, and take it from there. Beyond the job board, um, we have a, a variety of different products. We have a compensation benchmark review, which is an online benchmarking tool. Employers submit their data, and then they can pull data and find out uh, what's, what should they be paying their employees, what's competitive. Uh, and it really helps in, in uh, recruiting and uh, employee retention, that, that effort. Uh, we also um, we have a couple extra features that can add on to job postings. We do some custom talent sourcing. So if uh, employers select that, we'll do some outreach to select clients, candidates, 
that may fit their job criteria. Uh, and then we have a variety of webinars throughout the year. We have a large human resource uh, Ag and Food Roundtable in the fall. And for many of our events, we offer uh, recertification credits for HRCI and um, SHRM, so human resource professionals uh, benefit from that as well. Now, <clears throat> I'm wondering how the pandemic, how it's affected how you do your work. And, for example, some of the services that you're providing both to job seekers and to employers, did you have to create a more virtual way of doing business, or was that already automatically built into your work model? So I kind of feel like we were well prepared for the for the pandemic just based on our business is really an, an online business. So we were we were familiar with that. Uh, and then our employees, we already had many of our employees working remotely across uh, North America and Canada. So we kind of had that that. Uh, that work trend laid out um, and kind of had a roadmap for that. Um, it is it changed my my job a little bit. I went to working from home. I'm in the office today, but I only live two miles from from the office where um, we have the availability to to work. But um, I've been working from home remotely most of the time since the pandemic hit, and that's over a year now. So have you seen any of the acti activity level in a career sitcom? Has it diminished at all as a result of the pandemic, or has it been, been fairly constant throughout the whole time? So we, when it first, uh, a year ago, um, we saw an initial dip, I think, when it was just people trying to figure out what's going on, what what do they do with hiring, both the employer and the job seeker perspective. Um, you know, a hesitation to look for a different job when there's a pandemic going on, inter even interview for a job, and then from employers um, on really what their way they were moving forward. But um, that quickly picked back up, um, and I think part that's partially due to the fact that Agriculture and food is an essential industry, and uh, we need people to care for the animals, grow the food, harvest the food, market the, market the product, and that really hasn't uh, the essential nature of that has kept going through through the pandemic, and uh, that's one of the benefits of of really choosing or being in the agriculture and food industry. So this may be a little bit too early to really know yet, but have you seen or are you having conversations about either maybe a, a shift in job responsibilities or new employment opportunities as a direct result of the pandemic and how we may want to respond to, you know, any other type of crisis like this moving ahead in the future so we're better prepared? Yeah, definitely. Um, I we've seen a lot more um, job postings that are have a remote option. Um, I've we've definitely seen an increase in that. I think uh, there's a general awareness among employers um, and an acceptance that for depending on the role, um, we've seen that it can work and can work very well and be very efficient. 
So I think there's more openness from from employers' perspective to offer a remote option. Um, that would probably be the biggest change. Um, also, there's just uh, a, a general acceptance or awareness of that we need to be prepared for change. And this has uh, taught us all that nothing's guaranteed and you uh, need to prepare your business for kind of the ups and downs and have those systems in place to be able to uh, work remotely, work virtually, um, and handle crises, uh, backup workers needed if uh, you're a in a manufacturing facility or a farm um, and kind of having that, that roadmap to handle those situations. So going through the pandemic, um, can you identify maybe just a a couple of different um, challenges that were pretty consistent that the employers encountered and how they're trying to address some of those challenges? And you could say this, if you have examples for job seekers, that would be yeah, um, I would say, uh, so we did some surveys last year of, of COVID in the agricultural workplace, and we surveyed both job seekers and uh, employers. And if you go to agcareers.com uh, under marketing research, you can download those and, and view them as well um, if you want to have more specifics. Uh, really, I can say we did not see um, – I guess when the pandemic started, you heard a lot about people losing jobs, um, being laid off, being furloughed. And that really, from our research, was not we did not see that as much in the agriculture and food industry. Um, re, you know, food retail would be a little bit different, restaurants and such. But um, we did not see that. Um, we did not see furloughs for for a a major part. Probably the biggest thing that that we noticed um, was really a change in internship programs last year. Uh, and that was we had a few companies that really put their internship programs on hold or kind of made changes in their internships, uh, again, making interns virtual if that was an opportunity, um, if it worked for the position. That was kind of the biggest change that I noticed. Um, but I think that was that was somewhat expected. And then this year, uh, I think companies are more comfortable and organizations more comfortable with how they've been managing it this way for a year. Now we know how we can bring interns into the, the business and work through it. Yeah, I've seen that even personally with, I have a, my son is a college student and that's made getting an internship a little bit more challenging, but it's also interesting how I think going through this has made us more tech savvy, whether we really wanted to or not, it really was forced upon us. So there have been some positive takeaways from that, that we get kids created a more efficient workforce in some ways and maybe a little bit quicker than it would have otherwise. Bonnie, are there any specific success stories, either for a job seeker or employers, that really stand out to you since you've been working with acareers.com? Yeah, uh, so I've been here a long time, 10 years. Um, I've, I've heard some great stories. Um, I would say the really fun stories are not 
the typical. Um, you know, I I have uh, one gal I talked to applied for a job and and she went uh, was contacted by the employer within a couple of hours, interviewed with them, talked to them, and and had a job offer in in 24 hours. So. Success stories like that are, are pretty cool and exciting. Um, but then in general, I think if employers just come back to us really pleased with um, the quality of candidates they get um, when they're looking for someone who has uh, experience in agriculture or a background in um, farming or an interest. Uh, really, they know that coming to agcareers.com, that that uh, the people that use our site have a passion for agriculture and food, or they have an interest and see what what the value is in the essential nature of the industry and, and want to be part of it. Well, and I would encourage all of the listeners to this podcast, too, to, to check out acreers.com because it really is structured and set up in a way where it's a very fluid and effective interchange of information between the job seeker and the employer. It's very user-friendly. And once again, the content is excellent. Bonnie, I want to thank you so much for speaking with me today on A Passion to Serve. Yes, thank you. And I encourage everyone to check out our site, um, just do some simple career searches, but we also have some great uh, our career success library to give you tips on uh, job interviews, resumes, uh, et cetera. And then we have a series of career profiles and education profiles, which will guide uh, listeners in determining um, what the variety of jobs are that are out there in agriculture and food and, and really what kind of education experience and um, information they need to, to get going in those careers. Absolutely, Bonnie. And we're definitely I'm going to have links to your website and to those specific sites on my webpage as well. Thank you again for joining me today, Bonnie. Have a good rest of your day. All right, thanks. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to A Passion to Serve. You can now access all episodes of A Passion to Serve along with blog posts on my new website, apassiontoserve.net. I would love to hear your thoughts about the new website along with comments about the episode or episodes you've been listening to. Until next time.